What's up, everybody? My name is CJ. And I'm Nate. And this is Word of Mouth Podcast. And the word is in our mouth. Come Come on, somebody. First Timothy chapter four, verse one says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Amen. Lord Jesus, we love you. We praise you. And we ask God that you would be with us. Let your word be exalted above your name today. God, we pray that your truth would shed light. And that darkness would repel, that darkness would flee yes, at the mention of your name. And that those who are listening, who may be traversing uh, darkness or, or, or muddy waters, I pray that your your word would, would shed light, Lord, and draw them into truth, God. And that your salvation would be true in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, come, come on, on somebody. somebody. We are back on the podcast. Podcast land. Podcast land. I think Brother Nate was getting so anxious to be back on the podcast and get it back to going that he said I was going to start another podcast and call it Mouth of Word or something like that. I don't know what you were going to do. I was just going to call it Word. Word. <laughs> Word by Word. Nate Mueller. Uh, but it's good to be back. It's uh, been quite some time since our last episode. Can you drink of this cup? Um we were going to, going to do an episode with Reverend Taylor Fish again. He was down for a little bit here, and or we were. It was actually at Arizona mm-hmm. Youth Convention, um, but he we ended up not being able to get together. We were going to do Miracles and Ministry Part Two, mm-hmm. and uh, we're just going to have to wait on that one. Um, but uh, as far as everything goes, there was a lot of to be. We're going to have Brother Mejia. We're going to But we're here today. We're here today. We're here today, and we've got a very good start back, I would say. Um, I think we're going to get right back into our series called Doctrines of Devils. Um, this has been a series that I've enjoyed that uh, several I guess, other... I guess this will make it a series because we've only done one. No, I think we've done, oh, we've done two. Oh, we've done two. Oh, come on. Yeah, well, we've done two. I can't remember. I just show up. I think we did. I don't know. Yeah, you just show up and... I just show up, drink the coffee. <laughs> Open the word. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, it's been good so far. So anyways, what are you saying? Yeah, well, I, I was just going to say that we're going to get into it and it, it's going to be fun. I've enjoyed it. Um, I think other people have enjoyed it because we're exposing the devil. We're exposing the lies. We're exposing his doctrines. We're exposing uh, God's, we're like, we're shedding God's truth upon this, right. this world of full of, uh, of everything. And the Bible says that in the last days... People are going to turn away and turn to. They're going to have itching ears and and they're going to be having seducing spirits and all kinds of stuff. So that's why I think this is cool. Absolutely. Um, I'll tell you what. What we're going to talk about today, we may because where we live and where we're located and who we know, we may get some flack on this. But you know what? Let God be true. <laughs> and every man a liar. And uh, catch me outside. How about that? No, I'm just yeah, so we today we're going to talk about, um, you know, the verse he read, it says that 
that Paul's talking, he says that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit began to, it, that began to press upon him and was speaking to him and letting him know that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, the faith. Yep, it didn't mean that key. they're not going to have faith in something, but there is the faith. One Lord, and that, one faith, one, one baptism. baptism. Exactly. Yeah. That, that there would be uh, seducing spirits that would lure these people to themselves or to some other truth. Mm-hmm. And it said that uh, they would give heed to these spirits and to their teachings. So um, there is... The, these teaching, we say, oh, well, that's just their belief or that's just their doctrine. But Or but, they'll even say that that's, this is my truth. My that's truth. That's how far oh, they go Yeah, to I that. hate that. My truth. You know what? Uh, my truth will be compared to the truth. True and that. so we need to make sure that, that our truth matches the truth. And the truth is Jesus Christ himself. Yes, sir. And he was the word made flesh. Yes, sir. And so we need to just... Fact check with the with the OG fact checker, <laughs> which real. is the Bible. Yep. So, you know, we live in a in a community with uh, it, it is predominantly a, a LDS, a Mormon community, and uh, where we live. And so, this is something that we deal with. My family, my family uh, was a pioneer family. I, that probably doesn't mean anything to a lot of people, but. Um, uh, Lee's Ferry in Northern Arizona, these, the Lee's and, and uh, my, my, uh, my grandpa's last name was Smithson and, and they, were, they were pioneer families. They came um, on the wagons and this type of thing. And so um, my, I do have like a tie, you know, to that. I wasn't raised that way. Um, my grandma, um, she is the one who left the church initially i believe she was a member and at her work there was a little spanish apostolic lady that worked with her mm. and um would talk to her try to talk to her about the lord and she just would tell my grandma she would invite my grandma to church and you know my grandma she was a devout lds mormon lady and uh my the, my grandma's coworker just began to pray for her, and finally something happened. I'm not sure all the details. I can't remember. I heard the story, but <laughs> is that finally uh, she came and she came to uh, Elder Pastor Key's uh, uh, church, uh, and she received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Fire, and you know, wrecked her world, didn't it? She fell in love with yeah. with the truth, and oh. so growing up, like I got some books right here. Uh, two books specifically that they were in my they were in my grandparents' library sure. that I that I've inherited that is you know uh, about Mormonism's origins and and things like that so um, so that's kind of a background yeah if you haven't figured out what we're talking about yet by the title we're talking about Mormonism Mormonism uh, Mormons the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints uh, LDS uh, they don't even like to be called Mormons they anymore. don't like to be called Mormons anymore. And that's all interesting, you know, and, yeah. we, you know, and then here's the thing we're, this episode is going to be kind of a overview. We're going to touch on some different, um, key things that go contrary to the word of God. But to, as, as far as the depth, um, we can go there, Yeah. but, um, that's going to, that, that might be like a part two or, and we were going to say, if there's something that we touch on. Yeah. Or, di- or don't touch on or that maybe you want to hear 
in more detail, you could reach out to us Instagram or Facebook or yeah. you know whatever message us, and we could either if maybe you don't want us to do a whole episode, you just have a personal question, we could answer it that way, or if yeah. there's something like, hey, please, I want you to, you know, yeah, you can contact us on. We'll we'll say it at the end too. Contact us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can even email us and go as far as that too. But yeah, this is gonna so be. So let's get into let's it. Let's get into it. So, so how did it all begin? And I'll give a little brief summary. Do it. Go for it. Okay. There was a man named Joseph Smith who uh, began to desperately seek the truth, trying to figure out what to do and where to go and which, which uh, you know, church to join. He's trying to find, you know, biblical truth. He's trying this to, is in the 1800s. 1800, early 1800s, right. right. Uh, 1820, 30 in that area. And um, it, it, what, what we'll talk about is something that they call the first vision and... Um, but basically, Which is also Joseph Smith has a vision and uh, it progresses. And basically, he sees he he there's he's in the wilderness, you know, and then yeah. there's Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and, yep. uh, separate from him, a different entity and and, um, you know, begin to talk. And basically, the dialogue goes like this, that all churches, Joseph Smith, the quote is that. Every church is a heretic. They've all fallen away from truth. And that Joseph Smith was going to be the sole proprietor of the restoration of the church of Jesus Christ. And uh, Moroni, this angel, comes into play. And uh, Joseph Smith gets these golden tablets, begins to translate these golden tablets. And here we get the Book of Mormon. Right, right. And so that's kind of the groundwork. Now, the inside of what I just said... We can talk for literally like, days yeah. about what we just said. For instance, there's like I think there's seven to nine different versions of the first vision. Yep, and they contradict each other. It, even uh, one of the prophets, uh, Brigham Young, and another one later on, uh, ended up saying that uh, Joseph didn't ever see the Lord. That he he saw an angel. He saw an angel, and all this other stuff. So, like they they don't have a really good. They don't have any good uh, idea on the first vision as far as that goes. And you know what? Before we begin, we're going to read a piece of literature. Oh, yes. Why don't you go ahead and read that piece of literature that you got from um, from, so, from, from an LDS member slash prophet, which when we say prophet, in the LDS church, the prophet is the highest degree. He is yeah. the ultimate, you know, he is the seer, revelator, and prophet of the of the LDS church he is and the way it works is he's God's mouthpiece and so this is this prophet seer revelator speaking to the church yes his his name was uh president Joseph Fielding Smith he was the president or the prophet of the LDS church in the early 1970s and he stated this he said Mormonism must stand or fall on the story of Joseph Smith he was either a prophet of God divinely called properly appointed and commissioned or he was one of the biggest frauds this world has ever seen there is no middle ground if joseph was a deceiver who willfully attempted to mislead people then he should be exposed his claims should be refuted and his doctrines to uh, shown to be false you can find this in the doctrines of salvation volume one pages 188 through 189 and so we're gonna we're gonna do just like this president commanded us to do that if Joseph Smith was a deceiver who willfully attempted to mislead people, then he should be exposed. Yeah. 
His claim should be refuted <laughs> and his doctrine should be shown to be yes, false. Sir. So, yes, sir. you know, this is why we're doing this and we're not doing this out of hatred. Right. Uh, we have so many Mormon friends. Right. We've had Mormons come here to our church. We've prayed with them. Um, some convert. Some convert. We're, we, it's not out of hate. It's out of love for the truth. Right. And, and Jesus would look at the Pharisees all the time and say, you hypocrites, you, right. you know, all this stuff. So, and, and this, this is the, you know, uh, there's a man that I've been recently, uh, oh, I taught Bible studies to, you know, he, um, he's experienced a new birth, baptized, holy, he got filled with the Holy Ghost, and um, he's from Honduras, actually. And so one thing that he told me, he said, whenever he said, when I was in Honduras, he said, when I go to America, I'm going to look, I'm going to try to find somebody from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Because he had this picture in his mind that they, they had it, that they were, oh, wow. he, would, he would see pictures of them and, and that they, they must have the truth. Sure. Because he, and he never heard about it, but whenever he found his way, he lived in uh, Dallas, he wound up, a missionary knocked on his door. And it was like destiny. Like, wow. And so there is this curiosity that what, it, it, in the day and age that we live in, yes, it's highly skeptical. Yes, it's highly disillusioned. Yes, it's highly disproportionate uh, versus being, you know, people being secular, thinking there is no God and all this. But at the same time, that though that is right, inside of every single human being, there is this desire to, man, what? What about this God thing? What yeah, if I'm like, wrong? What if I'm right? Who, me? Who, who's yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And from an yeah. outward perspective, I could tell you that the LDS community um, looks good. Yeah. Looks sure. good. Their buildings are crisp and clean and big and marbly and shiny and gold. Yeah. So we have a, we have a temple here in Safford. Um, and literally everybody that's like uh, Brother Jesus Mejia from San Antonio. Yeah. He's like, dude, that building's beautiful, you know? Like, it's all lit up. They've got it all beautiful. They have people working on it. Like, it's... And then and then I told him how sad it is that we only have one or two apostolic churches here in this town when they've got different churches, Mormon churches all... Like, yeah. I think I counted like 11 or something like yeah, that just around the place. It's big. It's big. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, the draw, what we're doing is we're trying to say... You know, for those who maybe you click on this podcast and you're maybe you're in the valley of decision. You're like, well, I don't know. Uh, well, maybe this will help you know. Yeah. Is that sure. um, there are things that can be refuted. There are things that you can see that you can go in history and you can look. And so this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, well, let's start. Just start. from. You know what? Let's let's do something real quick. OK. The Bible says. Um, I'm going to pull it up here. I had it and I, and I closed my thing. Yeah. Okay. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14 says this. Um, ah, you know what? I'll start in verse, I'll start in uh, verse 12. Is it chapter 14? Chapter 11. Okay. Verse 12 through 14. Okay. But what I do, that will I do that I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion that wherein they glory uh, they may be found even as are we for such are false prophets deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of christ Mm. and no marvel for satan himself is transformed into an angel of light and what paul is saying what paul is saying is that don't be deceived that peep that somebody crooked with deceivious deceitful ways and and uh, devious 
desires that they could transform themselves just like Satan can. He could look shiny and perfect and good to tempt you and lure you. Yep. And so this is what we're going to combat. Now, let's read another scripture. Let's read this. Let's build a foundation of well, the word even, God. Let's go to verse 15. Too. Okay. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Their works. Exactly. Yeah. So Paul says this in Galatians chapter 1. He says, let's start in verse 6. I marvel. I'm in verse chapter 1, verse 6. I marvel that you... That ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Mm. So I want to yeah. ke- capitalize on that word. Another gospel. Right, right. Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which you have been preached, than what we have preached unto you. Let him be accursed. And as I said, as we said before, so I say now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, than that which you have received, let him be accursed. Yeah. So it's a big deal if the gospel someone's preaching to you doesn't match the gospel that Paul preached yeah. the gospel according to Jesus, the gospel according, according to the New Testament. Yeah, exactly. So this, it matters. Because you say, oh, you know, because the thing is, is the, the church, the, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints sounds like, man, they have the word Jesus Christ in there. It sounds like they must, and they use words, we call it Christianese. They use words yeah. like baptism and in, uh, spirit infilling and mm-hmm. repentance and yeah. good works and they're, they believe in these types of things, but when they speak, they are not speaking the same language that Paul would speak. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so one one very big um, one very big one, let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Yes, sir. Ephesians chapter 2. And the Bible says, go to verse 8 and 9. Okay, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And the Bible says that you are saved by grace, not of works. Yep. But Mormonism teaches, I believe it's Second Nephi. I want to say chapter three, but that I'm not going to give a chapter, but I know it's in in Second Nephi that the that the that the Bible, but the Bible does say that we're saved by grace, not of works. But according to the Book of Mormon, it says that you are saved by grace after. Right. After all that you can, you can do, do. Yeah. so the, the gospel, uh, according to Paul, is that before you do anything, it's Jesus. Yep. But the gospel, according to Mormonism, is that you got to do everything then Jesus. Yeah. And so, yep, that's a big difference. That's a big difference. It's a huge difference. It's a it, it's paramount because it creates a works based. Salvation versus a faith, grace-based salvation. Yeah, sure. And so, that is one big. That is one big. Are you gonna? Are you looking no, no, for? No, no. I was actually. Oh, yeah, I was looking for it, but go ahead. Okay. Um, I was looking for where they actually said that, but I don't think it's in that book. No, you're good. Um, 
Other things, other things that just jump to mind is well. Let's let's even let's. Uh, so, like even just in the beginning, where you just explain the history, you right. know, you explain the fact of all this stuff, is like one of the biggest questions I've ever asked a Mormon is like, where is the golden plates? <laughs> right. Because the fact of the matter is, is that I can give you Dead Sea Scrolls. I can give you right. Uh, history. I can give you documentation on why I believe this book is true. Right. And when I ask somebody like, okay, you say Joseph Smith found the golden plates. Uh, that's awesome. He found it. According to him, he found them in New York. They were translated or they, they were written in ancient Egyptian, um, which from what I understand is that after the Rosetta Stone came out, they realized that it wasn't the, the Book of Mormon, but it was actually the Book of Abraham. Or, uh, it's the they said so what they said it was the book of Abraham that's what they call oh, it oh yeah okay okay so he said when he the gold this golden this golden uh, these golden tablets which disappeared nobody knows where they are they're gone yeah, nobody knows them. where they are to verify the angel Moroni I think took them back right around. yeah and so uh, yeah that uh, they were um, the book of Abraham and this is what Joseph Smith translated which I don't know if you want to get into how he translated it sure let's do it so uh what, what would happen was is he had this thing called a seer stone, which is witchcraft in itself. Um, but he had a seer stone. And from, from what I understand, from what I've read, is that he and another gentleman, um, was it Oswald? Or do you remember his name? I don't know. It was somebody. Anyway, what he did was he would take this seer stone and place it into a top hat. And what would happen is he would stick his face into the top hat. And from, from what they say is that Egyptian hieroglyphs would come up. And then the English translation would come up next to it. And so what he would do was he would read it in English. He would tell the other guy, uh, hey, uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Right? That's the first phrase. Right. So then he would check it again, and, and, it, and the, some stories say that that hieroglyph or that interpretation of the hieroglyph, it wouldn't even change until the other man got it right. Right, and I have something right here. Because what they say was the seer stone was the Urim and the, the, Urim and the Thummim, uh, which the Bible does talk about, but supposedly okay, see, Joseph Smith has it, but wow. it was a seer stone. That's what he had. But yeah, they, but they say it was this Urim the, the the yeah. and the oh, Thummim wow. or whatever. That's funny. It says that the importance of the Urim and the Thummim in affecting the translation of the Book of Mormon is greatly stressed today. What is the explanation for the fact that the principles involved with the translation process, uh, Emma Smith, Martin Harris, Oliver Cowdery, there it is. and David Whitmer agree that most of the translation was accomplished with Joseph Smith having his face buried in his hat with a stone in it and that the golden plates were usually not even present. That they weren't even there. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Because what the story goes is that he would look at the plate, plate and then he would look, look in, in the hat. hat. Right, but right. These witnesses okay. said that that's not what happened. So there's just contradictions left sure, around. But keep sure. going on your story. Yeah, well, so then he would get he would get the thing and then he would go through the whole Book of Mormon. And then all of a sudden, like every dot, every tittle, everything was right. Because it wouldn't even change the hieroglyph. Like it wouldn't unless you got it right. So they did that. Angel Moroni comes back, takes him away, or takes the plates away, never to see it again. 
And you come to find out that there are contradictions in the Book of Mormon and there are different things that are going on and there's misspelling errors and there's all this stuff going on. And somebody could say, hey, yeah, he was just a man. But the thing was is that he he had like triple like right. this is right, you know. Right. Was, anyway, that's so, – But the scholars later on mm-hmm. found this thing that he was supposedly – Translating from. Be- and this was so. This was after the Rosetta Stone came out, right. like because we didn't have the ability to. The if you don't know what the Rosetta Stone is, it's not a program you get, yeah. although it is a program on your computer. Now, but it's yeah. an, a legit stone with the hieroglyphics written in ancient Egyptian. ancient Egyptian, and that's how they learned ancient Egyptian. Anyway, go on because this is fire. <laughs> no, so later on, scholars come, and they find the the very, you know, material that Joseph Smith was claiming to be. The Book of Abraham, which, which wasn't necessarily the golden plate. It was this thing, this the book that he bought from this traveler or whatever, this salesman. Oh wow! Yeah, and this yeah. was this Book of Abraham. And um, well, the the scholars wind up looking at this book and they find that it's not the Book of Abraham. It's disproven. And and the thing is, is that you could find, you could look this up. This is this is stuff that you can look up yourself. But Mormons, by the way, are discouraged in looking these things. Up. Right. Yeah. No. Absolutely. The, the, the biggest problem that I've seen trying to witness to LDS people is that they don't know their own. They don't know their own history sure. or their own Book of Mormon or the Bible. Sure. Um, and so they're super sweet, super kind, all these types of things. But they're they perish for lack of knowledge. They don't know because and if they did know, then they wouldn't believe what they believe. But right. the leadership has dis, dismayed them and. You know, if if you try to hand them something, even with their own church history, anything, even if it's something Brigham Young said or Joseph Joseph Smith said, you try to hand it to them, they they'll they'll call it anti-Mormon literature and they won't read it. And, and they'll I literally oh, I yeah. can't tell you how many times they try to hand them something and it just goes right in the trash. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, but long story short, um, on that note is that this scholar came. They you know because the Mormons they're really bound they're really. Uh, they really are trying to push the legitimacy of their claims. And so they would bring people in, archaeologists and historians and this yep. and that, to try to prove. And it came down to the fact that they did decipher this book. And it was not the book of Abraham. Didn't talk about Abraham. It didn't mention Abraham's name one time. Nope. It was a book. It was a basically, it was a ceremonial prof, uh, procession. It, it was a like book of death, book of the dead. Yeah. That talked Crazy, about bro. that talked about how to, you know, process death and and you know send people into like the afterlife and how to process the body and things like that. That's what this book was. Yeah, it wasn't the book of Abraham. It was an Egyptian death procession, ceremonial yeah. procession. Yeah, a book of death, a book of the dead. And so, you know, right there, that is a big red flag. Hello. Yeah. That. He couldn't. Uh, among many red flags. That's not, you know, but that's, again, we're talking about in the very origins. So, yep. So they, they, the, you know, the, of course, we said something about the first vision, um, the book of the Book of Mormon and the plates. Uh, but just even just some of the doctrines that they believe. Uh, there's a book that if you're ever interested, it's hard to get. And Nate has an old, old, old old copy of this i have the newer version of this um but you can search it on amazon it's hard i'm telling you it's hard to get but it's called where does it say that 
Right. And it's photo reprints of hard to get Mormon documents. Right, so for example, some of these documents are like um, Doctrines of Salvation, History of the Church, Desert News, which is a newspaper that the Mormon Church, um, they published. Um, conference reports, div uh, divine authenticity of the Book of Mormon, different different things. Also with quotes of um, different uh, church presidents and prophets and, and these types of people. Articles of faith, different types of um, things that they've published that... Um, which a lot of people don't know, but the, the, the Mormon church, they'll, they've, they've did buybacks of their Bibles. They, they'll take their old book of Mormons. They'll basically destroy the old ones and reprint new ones with corrections, yep. which that in itself is a big contradiction because it's supposed to be the perfect book. Yeah. Never to have no mistakes. It's perfect and flawless from the very conception of time through the prophet Joseph Smith, yeah. who's restoring the church. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So into this, yeah, into the perfect, into the perfect church, entity, yeah, yeah, got it. which yep. <laughs> isn't true. It's not true. And so, um, other things that are, that are big deal, um, is like what I was saying about the gospel is, um, you know, you oh, could talk yeah. to them about the new birth. You talk to them about, uh, what it means to be saved. And I don't know if you want to look and start pulling it up, but legit, um, you know, they, they'll, you know, you talk about, you know, Acts 2.38 and they, you, they'll agree. You need to be, be, repent, you need to be baptized and you need the Holy Spirit. You need to be, you need the Holy Ghost. Don't they also believe that the Holy Ghost can't indwell in a body of believers? It's a one person at a time. They believe that the Holy, they, so they, and they denounce the Trinity which, you know, we're not Trinitarians either. Right, right. And But they believe in three. They don't believe in three in one. They believe in three separate, complete, individual entities. Okay. Yeah, so. Bro, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, okay. There's, so there's three. They believe in three. They believe in three gods, but not just three gods. They're, they are a polytheistic religion that believes in many gods. Yep. And they believe that they themselves can become. Will become a god. A god. That the men will achieve a God, that they can become a God. And, yep. and the quote is Joseph Smith saying, as God once was, so man can become. And so they believe that man can progress and they believe in a progressive God and, yeah. be, and be exalted into a God mode. Because essentially that's what Elohim did, heavenly, or Heavenly Father did. That's what they say. Um, if you go to YouTube... You can find this really interesting little cartoon um, on on Heavenly Father and and the diff like the, what they actually teach in there. Um, one of but what, one thing I always found interesting um, and one of the biggest actually why, one of the reasons why uh, Joseph Smith was actually martyred or not martyred but murdered. Um, they say they murdered. say martyred, but he was murdered in a prison. He was shot. Um, was because of his polygamy claims right. and and all kinds of other things too that which really they believe out. that you had to be a, you had to practice polygamy because to, heavenly father does right um, and so what you'll see is Elohim or as they call him heavenly father um, he he had many wives in heaven he exalted himself to become a god of, of this planet of this universe of this world or whatever and he had many wives and each wife they had spirit babies and 
what happened was is God sent Elohim or Heavenly Father sent them down to earth to try to become like him, but they were failing and they were it was it was just not working out. So they had a divine council meeting where Jesus himself and Satan, who they claimed to be the brother of Jesus. So that's that's another one too that you can talk about is that they literally believe that Jesus and Satan are, are brothers. Brothers. And that they are both they're they're on equal playing fields that Jesus and Satan are equal that they are sons of heavenly father and that mankind there needed to be a plan mm -hmm. and that the only reason why Satan isn't glorified in the position that Jesus is worshiped is because his plan sucked. his plan <laughs> that heavenly father didn't like Satan's plan right. but rather chose the plan of Jesus yep. and so Jesus kind of became the superhero in the story and then which this is, is yeah not true because no. what does the bible say about jesus the bible says that jesus is the father of all creation yep. that everything was that was made mm -hmm. was made by him yep. that means that if there's a devil that means if there is a, angels and satan's a fallen angel which the bible says he is that behold i saw lucifer fall like lightning that means that Jesus is not his equal or his brother. Yeah. But the creator. But the creator. And that's also what they say in their, in this video is that after Elohim chose Jesus' plan, that he became angry and got red in the face and became like this devil-looking thing. And he had followers, which would be the, the uh, what is it, third of heaven that comes down. Right. And that they fall down to the earth and they start running amok. Um, but... Yeah, so polygamy and all this stuff and, and you can become... So now here on earth, what we're trying to do here on earth is trying to be like God and live his precepts and, and, and do his work and do his will so that way we can exalt ourselves to become gods of different planets and have many wives and polygamy and have do the same thing Elohim did uh, for them. Bro, it's crazy. So... Let, let go to Genesis chapter three and just, you know, I was talking about this is I, and I mentioned this before is that the basic teaching, one of the basic teachings that you, you and you don't, you know, you won't hear when the when the guys in the white shirts knock on your door, they're not going to just jump out and say, hey, man, praise God, like, welcome to the we're LDS and you could become a God one day. There's a video on YouTube. That, that they say random things like that. Like, yeah, they, they tell all their hidden yeah. truths. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Anyway. Go on, sorry. You know, basically, they believe that they will become, a, they'll achieve this exalt. They, they they strive. This is the point of the, you know, they go to the temple. They're married. They're sealed in the temple so that they're sealed with their wife for eternity. So that way, when they pass from this life to the next life, they will hopefully achieve uh, uh, a righteous status to go to the celestial kingdom with their wife whom they're sealed with, which men could be sealed to more than one wife. But women cannot be sealed to more than one man. And that's just why, thus polygamy was that they would marry many wives so that in the afterlife, they would have many wives to repopulate their own planet. Yeah. That they will receive and they will be a god over their own planet. So emphasis on the god. Emphasis on the god. Keep, keep putting that on there. And page. what I tell people is that, and what I've realized is that the, 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 the Bible never says that we'll be a god. Right. They misquote a verse in Psalms where, it, where God says, 
Have I not said that ye are gods? And it's like a little it's, G. It's talking and about it's, judges. It's talking about being a, a ruler and a judge yep. mm-hmm. over this land, yep. right? Not saying you're going to be a, a god. Right. Capital G. Right. Like, like God. He never says that. Mm-hmm. So, and I've mentioned to people, like, the belief that they hold is the very lie in which Satan said from the very beginning. Yes. And what are you going to... No, gonna, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, go ahead and read it. Uh, let's start in here. verse uh, start in verse one. Where, or okay, now the serpent. Who's uh, the serpent? The devil. The devil was more subtle than any beast of the field. So he's sneaky and crafty. Oh, yeah. So he's trying crafty. to trick her. Yep. Because this isn't God's plan for them to become a god. Yep. Okay. So which the Lord God hath made, and he said unto the woman, Yeah, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, uh, Woman, ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. He's like, so the alter, the temptation is to disobey God, so that the end result is... He said, no, listen, lady, I, God just doesn't want you to become a God. Yep. So if you eat of this fruit, you're going to become a God. Mm-hmm. And the temptation that man always has is to be their own God. Oh, yeah. Forget oh, yeah. Jehovah. Forget, yeah. forget that. Forget submitting to the word of God. For, forget, forget all that. Let's be our own God. Let's make up our own God. Let's, let's do it our way. Hey, hey, here's Aaron with the cap. Behold, you're God. Yep. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's, it plays on the natural, the very first lie of Satan is that you become a god. And that's crazy. And you're going to read some? Well, I was just going to say because as far as whenever they say, well, we're going to exalt ourselves into godhood, God himself, just read Isaiah. Yeah. I literally, God the 40, entire 41, 40, 42, 43, 45, 45. Yeah, like literally that whole section. He is saying, there is no God before me. There is no God after me. There's no God beside me. There's no God. He says, I don't know any. I don't know any. I'm, he's like, my favorite quote is, he's like, I've literally looked, looked around. around. He's like, got his binoculars. <laughs> and I see no God. No, not one. He's like, I am the one that has created all things. If there's something that God doesn't know, who he knows everything. Yeah. But he says, I don't know any other God. Yeah. If you want to, if there's, if you are like, man, I wonder if there's something that, if there's some question that's just too big for God to even think about and he doesn't know the answer, it's if there's any other God. <laughs> and he's like, it just, he's like, you know what? There's no God. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know any. I've been looking, I haven't seen any. <laughs> right. But Mormonism teaches that Heavenly Father was that he had a father and that right. that father had a father and, and it Which goes on for been a question it goes mind. on forever and ever and ever yeah where's grandpa god and then you know the mormon church this is another thing which they no longer attribute to but they believed in the adam god doctrine which is what joseph and Brigham young they taught that yeah. adam god that adam was a god yeah and that he you know and that we will become like adam they don't teach that anymore no but one thing i wanted to touch on you know other than they becoming a god which is definitely you know, that's a dicey thing. And that, that the conversations always get, like, tense when you bring that up. Yeah. But if it's true, then why, why are, are you ashamed? ashamed of it? Exactly. And the thing about Mormonism is there's so many secrets, but they don't say. Secret's oh, a bad yeah. word. But they say, it's not. This is the catchphrase that you'll see, like, around Mormonism. It's not secret. 
it's sacred. Oh wow, change some letters around. Yeah, it's they say, oh, it's not secret. It's sacred. Wow. Just like there's secret handshakes. No, no, not secret. Sacred. Sacred handshakes. Oh, wow. Sacred handshakes that you have to learn that you'll have to do at the big pearly white gates where Joseph Smith, the Bible says, Joseph Smith, or not the Bible, the book, the, the teachings of the LDS church say that Joseph Smith is at the gate. Yeah, he's holding the keys. And, and that if you're not right with Joseph Smith and you don't have the secret token, you're not coming in the celestial kingdom. Yeah. So, which... I, and I brought this up to a, a Mormon missionary while we were, you know, doing street evangelism. And I said, the thing is, is that Jesus said everything that's done in the dark, it's going to be revealed. Jesus didn't come to give secret commandments. Everything he did, he did out in the open. He was crucified out in the open. Right. He declared his, the gospel and repent in the kingdom. The disciples went out and preached the gospel in the open. There was no secret hidden agenda. Even... Even if you were to take it as far as like what would happen in the holiest of holies, which only one person can go to right. in there, you could call that a secret. But God told Moses what was going to happen in that. Yeah, we could read in the word. You can read what's what going happened. on. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, the thing is, is in reality, it's, it's darkness. And I remember I tested one man. I said, Jesus has called us out of darkness into his light. And that light manifests. We're called, that light exposes the darkness. Yeah. And, it sh and the thing is, is Jesus said that, that he was the light. In John chapter 3, the end of it, it said that Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, but the world was already condemned because the light had come into the world. But men loved darkness that they did not come to the light, lest their deeds be exposed, their right. deeds be reproved. Yep. And I said, I remember I stuck out my hand. I said, I could prove that you live in darkness right now. I said, show me a token. And he said, no. And I said, why? I said, because it's darkness. Because you you have to hide something Snap. that's that supposedly I needed to be saved, but you won't show me. Because you, so therefore it's it's you know, and, and yeah. when I remember seeing the light bulb just kind of click in his head and it, 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 it's surrounded in darkness, a secret level, secret underwear, secret secret ceremonies. It's just too many secrets, and it's a it's a it's a sect. It's a it's a cult. It's that's a yeah. bottom line, you yeah. know. And, and I I weep over legit. I was just telling my wife, you know, I was like, you know, because we see so many, you know, legit. Like, I weep because I have a heart. I have weep for these people in my community because I don't know. I try so hard to like reach. I'm like God. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way, you know. Because you, you, you see, like, the what Paul said is so true. He said that Satan has blinded the yeah, eyes. Sure. That there's a veil, mm -hmm. and they cannot see. And so, yeah, it, it definitely, it, it's a, it's unnerving, and it's hard to. It is, because there was, I remember street preaching with you one time, and a gentleman, this has always stuck with me. You were, you were preaching, and a gentleman on that one mm. wheel came along. And you were talking, and he wanted to not really be there. But he stopped. He, he listened. But he stopped. He listened. Yeah. And you brought up the God thing. You said you believe that that you could become gods one day, and you just said you basically what you had said was so key. And I watched like him change, and you saw it too. Right. I think we all saw it. Was that you said, look, you believe Joseph Smith is right, and I or how did you say it? Well, I think I asked him about the marriage thing. Oh, well, I asked him. I stopped him with the God thing. I said one more question, you know, or yeah, I did ask him about the God thing. I said, um, and I compared, I said, who's right, Joseph right. or Jesus? 
And I don't remember the wording I said about the God thing, but I remember he was like, well, it was like when you brought up, this is what Jesus said, that there's no marriage. That's what it was. There's no marriage in heaven, yet Joseph says you can be sealed and have marriage in heaven. Who's, Who's right? right? Joseph or, or Jesus? Jesus? And he went Jesus. like. He said Jesus. Yeah. But he, he like. It took him back. Bro. I said, so if Jesus is right, then what does that make Joseph? And it goes back to what you just read. It said. Well, from that. From the president? Yeah. When I asked him that, for, the Bible says that there is no marriage in heaven. That right. we will be like the angels. That man, Because they try to catch Jesus up. I don't know if you remember the story. They say, well, the, the Pharisees are like, well, let's say this man had a wife. And, and the man died and she married his brother. And then right. they did that seven times. When in heaven, whose husband is going to be yep. hers? Yep. And Jesus is like, dude, you don't know anything about the kingdom of God. You don't know anything about heaven. Yeah. He said, there's not going to be marriage in heaven. We're going to be, you know. And later on, it says that we'll be like the angels that the Bible talks about. And I, I just asked him because the teachings of Latter-day Saints is that there will be eternal. That's what they, that's their, that's one of their little models. Families are Very forever. Eternal. Yeah. Yep. Families yep. are forever. You get sealed with your wife. You're going to have your spirit babies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that's not, that goes contrary to the teaching of the Bible. Yep. For sure. And so I asked, I said, well, who's right? Jesus said there's no marriage in heaven. Joseph said there is. Who's right, Jesus or Joseph? And he well, he didn't even hesitate. He looked, but he said, Jesus. And I said, so what does that make Joseph? Yeah. And again, I'll read it to you. President Joseph Fielding Smith said, Mormonism must stand or fall on the story of Joseph Smith. He was either a prophet of God, divinely called, properly anointed and commissioned, or he was one of the biggest frauds this world has ever seen. For real. There wow. is no middle ground. If Joseph was a deceiver who willfully attempted to mislead people, then he should be exposed. His claims should be refuted and his doctrines shown to be false. And that's, that's a big one. That'd like, that should take you back and be like, wait, what do I believe? And the thing is, is whatever, there, there's so many contradictions. For instance, the virgin birth. They don't believe that, that, they don't believe that Jesus was conceived of the Holy Ghost. They say, and oh, you wow. can read it here. It says, um, this is according to Brigham Young in, uh, what is that, J-O-D, what does that stand for? That, the Journal of Discourses. Oh, yeah. He says, and this is on page, volume 8, page 115. It says, the birth of the Savior was as natural as are the births of our children. It was the result of natural action. He, he partook of flesh and blood was begotten of his father as we are of our fathers and there's more there's other there's are they other. so what they're claiming just so everybody could try to get it is that heavenly father came down and had sex with mary in a natural way of a man to produce jesus christ i'll read another one when the time came that his that his firstborn talking about heavenly father the savior should come into the world and take a tabernacle the father came himself wow. and favored that the spirit with a tabernacle instead of letting another man do it he said i'm not gonna let the holy ghost do it i'm gonna do it myself and they believe that flesh and blood slept with mary here's another wow. one the man joseph talking about mary's husband the husband of mary did not that we know of have more than one wife but Mary, the wife of Joseph, had more, had another husband. Wow. 
I never knew that. Yeah, that's they not say, in my, that's, my, not in, that's not in the Bible. That, well, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that, that, oh, Joseph didn't have another wife, but Mary, she had another husband, which brings up another point. So not only do they, they, they don't believe in the virgin birth, which just blows all the New Testament away. Majority of all the false religions, they, they deny the virgin birth. Sure. So there you go. That's a big red flag. Boom. They deny the virgin birth. But here we go into, it said Mary had another husband. Now this gets into, okay, polygamy is a big deal. Yeah. Polygamy, you know, when we get to, you know, da, 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 da. Well, people will bring up the fact that polygamy is found in the Old Testament. Right. But no matter when you find polygamy, it was always a bad deal. And polygamy period. is whenever, you know, a man has more than one wife. But here, you know, it just brought up that Mary had another husband. It said Joseph, she had, she was married to Joseph, but she had another husband. She was married to Heavenly Father. And this brings up that something else that Joseph did that even a lot of their parishioners, LDS parishioners, they don't know. Especially the younger generation, they live yeah. in the dark. Yeah, they don't But know. Joseph Smith practiced another thing that was called philandry. Mm -hmm. And philandry is this. For Joseph Smith, you know, he's practicing polygamy, which his own wife, his first wife, Emma Smith, she didn't even know about it. Until other people began to tell on him, saying, hey, your husband's marrying other women, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, she flipped out at first. <laughs> and, but later on, what Joseph Smith began to do was some of his closest members, you know, other, other people of great stature, other men that stood shoulder to shoulder with him, they had good-looking wives. And Joseph would get a revelation. And I remember one was specific. He told this woman, and I don't have her name, and if you want to fact-check me and ask me for details, I can get it to you. But he told this woman that I that I've seen, I have a vision of the Lord and there's an angel standing right here and if you don't marry me he's gonna kill you, and that's paraphrasing. This woman was married to one of this man. She's a married woman. They're in Mormonism, and what Joseph Smith began to do is he began to marry other married women. Wow. And one man so sad was that because he Joseph Smith had a call right, and this is what I said too. I said, if G this is what I got the guy with on the street. I said, if Jesus said that marriage is between one man oh, and yeah. one, and yeah, yeah, one yeah, yeah, woman. Yeah. Yep. One man and one woman. That's the words of Jesus. But Joseph said, you could marry other women, even other men's wives. Yeah. I said, who's right? I said, what do we call that? We call that adultery. I said, who's right? Jesus or Joseph? And he said, Jesus. The thing is, is that, again, we can see this contradiction that Joseph was not a prophet of God. Right. That he was a liar, a thief, an adulterer, a pervert. One of his young, and I, I know that's strong language, but, but that, we're going to, we, if somebody walked into church today and married a 12, 14 year old little girl they'd be and said, the Lord said, mm -hmm. and you're 40 some years old, 50 some years old. Yep. And you're marrying other people's wives. And not only that, back to the story was that he married this lady's wife secretly. The husband didn't know. Snap. And then he sent that man to Israel, to Palestine. No, did he get him killed? To, to start a church. He, and the man went faithfully trying to, trying to serve the church and serve the prophet. Meanwhile, Joseph Smith sleeping with his wife. Man, and, the man, and the man didn't know. Man, so does that, does that sound like a holy man of God? No, Absolutely not. No, not we at would, all. That man would be on a, on a BBC. He'd be the Jim Jones of today. But because... There's been a super duper PR group. The Mormon church is filthy rich. Oh, yeah. They're able to silence this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They pump out good publicity. They literally own a lot of the internet. They'll, and they'll sue you. Like if uh, there's some things like if I 
if I was to videotape uh, anything over a certain amount of minutes, that they have lawyers that will come and sue me for like Snap. plagiarism or whatever. Wow. And man, there's so much more. Like there, I said. there really is. Like we literally like hit. Not even like. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear that. Do we scratch? The we're surface. scratching the surface. There's so much to this, and I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a part two. Um, and we may even bring somebody else into this, uh, another brother, his name is brother Michael. Um, he's, he, or his wife, or his wife too. So his wife was a, an ex Mormon. She, it's such a cool story. Yeah. We'll just share a little bit about it. Um, she didn't, she came here, she felt God and she was telling Michael, like they were like on a verge of divorce and all that stuff. And she was, well, they weren't even married stuff. yet. Oh yeah. They, they weren't, were, huh? There's a brother in our church. He had a girlfriend. She was Mormon. He lied to her, said, oh, we're going to get married in the temple and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, um, you know, he was new in church and all that. He loved this girl and la, 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 la. He would bring her. She would feel the presence of God. She would weep. But she could not get past She could not let. She was. And she'll tell you, she was brainwashed. We should bring them both on. Yeah. And just the let them share the testimony. testimony. Yeah, it's fire, dude. Maybe that's what we'll do. And her family, too, is like pioneer status. And but long story short, it was t- it took time, it took love, it took the power of God, it took the presence of God, it took the word of God, and um, took prayer. Yeah, Lots it, of prayer. you know. And now she, you know, she's been changed. Her life's been changed. Oh yeah. And so, if you are, let's say maybe you are LDS, maybe you are, you know, maybe you you know you're not a faithful right now, or maybe you're just. You bumped in this podcast because it talked about doctrines of devils. Listen, yeah, you literally saw the word <laughs> yeah. doctrine of devils, and you know, when you see the when you see the picture I put on it, you, you know it. the thing is, is that we're we're coming from a standpoint that, um, like I said, my family was this way, and so um, I come from like an understanding. We're not sitting here with a. Uh, even though we're laughing about some of these things because to us it just doesn't make sense but sure. to them that's all they've ever known sure. they literally these young people they get up in church and every every time they say i believe that joseph smith was, was a, a true prophet. prophet they literally repeat that over yeah. and over and over that's and their over testimony and, over. and i remember showing i remember having a lady in my church she was another devout mormon big mormon family i had the bible study with her showed her she's seen it revelation and she said i said well what are you going to do she's like I can't leave the church. She said, I'll lose everything. Wow. She said, they helped me get my home. They helped my husband wow. get a job there. She's like, I'll, I'll, I won't. And so, but now I think she's no longer um, practicing. Practicing. But then, like, this was six years ago. And I remember her, like, she's just like, I can't. Because it's, it's, it's. So ingrained. In it's, a, it's a serious, it's a serious thing. It's a serious entity and because they're so well you know incorporated in the church's life it, just yeah. like it should be yeah they you know well and so that's something uh if we ever can get him on here that'd be so fun brother izzy hogan yeah we, oh we had we had him oh, remember yeah, that yeah, one yeah. like, like very first, first yeah. episodes we did yeah go listen to that episode that one's a cool one um but izzy hogan man he said something to me one time and it's just it's always been in my head he said look even as crazy as their doctrine is and how much they do that their organization he, well like there is like their standard of things if we could apply what they do to the apostolic church we would blow up in people because right. they imply family family's huge um he's like one of the biggest ones is missions 
Yeah, they're he's like all these people. guys are like 18 years old looking to go for a mission, and right. we can't even get some people to go to an AYC trip. Right. Like he just said, because he the way he looks it's at the it, mindset. yeah, it's he the like, culture that yeah, they have developed. Yeah, exactly. So anyway. Which is why I was saying, like, you know, because we're in a community, a lot of people, you don't even know what a Mormon is, but we do. And, you know, some of them, you know, they're good. They're good people. You know, we've, we've, known, oh, yeah. we've had people, we've had bishops from, from them come to our church. I've had one tell me that he loves my preaching, you know, and, I, and I'm preaching oh, the truth, yeah. you know. So and there was one that uh, we were in different buildings and he literally let us use his building for free. a dollar. Yeah, a dollar. Pretty much a dollar. Yeah. And. And he still talks to my pastor today. They go on hikes and things oh, like yeah. that. You know? they're, they're buddies. And, you know, the thing is, is that we're not, we're not combating people. We're combating the, I, the idea, yeah. the doctrines of demons that has seduced. It has seduced. There's a seducing spirit. Yeah. And, you know, if we do do it part two, you know, it might not be the next time. We might, we might get down to brass tacks, do some study or whatever, and give you some some uh or set up a i would like to do that test or test or whatever be, but be cool um is that you know we're battling the, the these these doctrines of demons and we must do it by exposing it paul tells us to he said he said don't 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 dilly dally with it. he said rather reprove them expose them yes he said just expose it preach lift up the standard preach the truth you know, and so, like I was saying, if you are yes. LDS, if you are Mormon, we love you. We appreciate um, the good things, you know, the character and the faithfulness that you have to, to literally, I remember having a, a Bible study with missionaries one time, and I said, before we begin, I said, I want to commend you on oh, your yeah. faith. You you leave your city. You leave, This one kid was from Hawaii. He just leaves everything. Yeah. To go follow something that he believes, faith. It's, it's, his, it's faith. And to literally go knock doors. And I said, yeah. and I, and I, and I said, you, you you go and you, you I commend you on your faith to go and do this. I said, having no evidence, no facts, no archaeology, no geology, no history to even prove what you believe is true. I said, and here I am. I have the Bible. I have archaeology, history, science, everything to yeah. prove that the Bible's right. And I just was like, man, like if we all had your faith, you know, like so, so there's you know yeah. again. <laughs> We love we love uh, this community. This is why uh, you know we reach out to them. And yeah. so, if you find yourself in that camp, we encourage you do re do your research, read the Bible, compare the Bible, see see which is true. Yeah, yeah. you know, see which is true. That's the best way to do it. Um, before we pray, before we end this episode, uh, if you have any questions, if you have any, uh, if you have any thoughts, if you have any information, if you if you even just want to talk to us and on a personal level. Please reach out to us uh, on Instagram um, and on Facebook. Uh, I'll I'll post the new Instagram because we had we our our Instagram got hacked, and so we lost a bunch of people. I had to start a new one anyway. So we'll we'll do that. Um, please contact us. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love yeah, to. we're not selling Bitcoin or anything. No, so no, 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 that no. old account, I don't know if it's still up or what. No, I got it. Okay, yeah, good. yeah. Anyway, let's pray. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for your spirit, God, for you are worthy and mighty and full of, of, of honor and glory. And we praise your holy name. We ask God that whoever listens to this episode, whoever is going to listen to future episodes, even if there's people that are, are just, they, it's kind of like clickbait, I guess, or something like that. God, just help them to understand, have them have an open mind. And God, we just pray that it would lead people to the truth, lead people to who you are. 
lead people to the fact that you came to save a, a lost and perverse generation and a world that is hurting. And God, we just, we love you. And we just hope that this helps somebody. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, come, come on, on somebody. somebody.